0: Every day, elevate, every day, elevate, every day. Hey, it's Jen the Builder and Corey. And on Take the Elevator, we are talking about Communication 101. Oh, yeah. How has it been going? Uh, Have you received any kind of feedback from anyone?
1: I haven't, but that doesn't mean much uh, for me, and I'll tell you why. I've been kind of off social media, off the grid, just focused on recording. I'm trying to get a uh, some uh, some of my pro- project done. That, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm focused on my project, so I haven't really been out and about like I've, I normally am. So, no.
0: Okay. How that's about you? True. Yeah, there's been people reaching out working on the lineup for our elevators or our guests. So that's exciting. Uh, last episode, we talked about talking mm-hmm. and so we kind of want to wrap that up today and go into listening. But it's interesting, Corey, cause you said you're working on your music and hearing and listening are two concepts. I think that are pretty important for music. If you were to define what hearing is versus listening, what would you say?
1: Uh, Hearing is one of those things that you could be in the house and washing dishes, washing clothes, cleaning up, and you hear a car go by. Mm. And that's a form of hearing. Listening would be that you're sitting down focused on listening to something. Standing up, sitting down, laying down, however you want to put it. But your, your main focus is on what you're listening to and you're you're drawing in all the ambient sounds all whatever whatever's happening you just really honed in on that that that's what i'm getting at
0: oh yeah that's a big part of music so i have a story to share with those listening i had the opportunity to listen to a song that you and your partner are redoing for your project true And here's the thing. I was so used to hearing how that song sounded before the changes that that's what my mind was locked in on. That's what my heart had accepted. That's how I know the song. (laughs) So you played this song on your phone, and I think within five seconds. Yeah. Right? I just kind of said, oh, gosh, no. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's too many layers, too many things going on. You're taking away from the part that I like the most. And now looking back, I recall your face and you just look so hurt. And you sat up and you said, I just want you to know that was very mean. (laughs) And my pride was like, well, you know, in my head, I was like, that's just me being honest, me giving feedback. Like you're asking me what I think. That's what I think. And you know how it is, guys. When you say something or do something, and you feel like I'm totally justified in this, and then a few minutes pass, and you're like, "Oh, crap!" <laughs> like that <laughs> what was, have I done? yeah, yeah. And I think for me, that's a big difference because what I was doing was hearing. I was using my sense of of. Audio and just listening, you know, hearing what was coming in and it wasn't accepting it. When you talk about listening, that's not just with your ears, but it's a non judgmental place and it's open heart, right? And I'm picking up all these things. And had I been really listening to you, I would have picked up on your emotion of when you sat up and your eyes lit up and you hand me your phone and I should have picked up that you were excited. I should have picked up that that was a big moment. And if you had asked me for my opinion professionally or even personally, that would have come later. You know, and so we talked about talking and that timing. My timing was so off. It was so (laughs) off. And I just thought, oh. And you're doing an episode on Communication 101, and you massively just failed.
1: No, it wasn't. It wasn't massively failing. (laughs) Oh, it it
0: felt like it.
1: It was, I probably should have gave you a bigger breakdown of what's going on. And for those of you that aren't aware of how um, studio typically works, so when you're recording, um, you have a direction in mind that you're going But you also have to take into consideration that when you heard something live, it's only the bare minimum. So if you have a four-piece band, which is drums, guitar, bass, and lead, um, that's a four-piece band. And of course, one of the members of the band is a singer. So he's playing guitar and singing at the same time. So everything is pretty much straightforward in your face. That's what it is. When you're doing a production in a studio you have to make that sound so much bigger because you don't have the privilege of being in front of someone so that they can enjoy the the nuances that's happening live. So you have to give people more candy to taste and observe. And, and when you do that, there's, there's all these layers that you have to put on in the very beginning and then you begin to peel those layers back. As you pull those layers back, you get to the exact sound that you really want. And that's a necessity. So we don't have a keyboard player anymore, but we have keyboards. And then we don't have a string player uh, that plays uh, violin or anything like that. So there's there's that. You have to have multiple layers to have those things that really stand out. And people go, oh, that sounds nice. I like that. Did you hear this? Did you hear that? Because everybody doesn't listen the same. Everyone Mm -hmm. doesn't hear the same. So that, that's probably probably what I should have explained to you before. I just said, "Oh, listen to
0: this!" <laughs> right, right. Um, and that brings up a good. I love what you said because this is so true. If you listen to something again, you hear something that you didn't hear before. And we're talking about music, right? So, one time you play a song, I focus on the vocals or the next time you play a song i'm like oh wow that was a different way you did the bassline there you know so i think to really hear something even just hearing with your ears you have to play it more than one time to really get everything oh
1: absolutely that's the joy in music and for me even speeches and poems and People who write well, you, you hear what they're saying, but then you listen back and you're like,
0: oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. And then
1: you start getting into the rever- reverberation of their voice and their inflections right. and how they emphasize one thing and, and drew away from another thing. It's just a, a whole nother world for me. So, yeah, it's, it's important to get in touch with your listening and your hearing ability. Right. So
0: what happens when you're talking to someone, it's a very important conversation. And like we just said, you don't hear everything first time around. How do you hold on to what that person said or how they said it so you can replay it and maybe catch something that you might have missed the first time?
1: Well, a lot of people focus on critical thinking Mm -hmm. and critical thinking is good and it's key, but critical listening is even more key critical speaking you got to be able to do some things when you're talking and if it's critical speaking then that means you're you're taking things to the next level and if, if you're taking things to a next level then there's messages within the message that have good points and it's not, you don't have to decipher it it's not a code it's just simply saying when someone is talking to you and they're trying to tell you some if a woman is trying to tell you that you're not listening to me she's not just saying you're not hearing what she's saying right here and right now. She's saying, you haven't heard me for a long time and it's time for you to start listening. Me as a critical thinker says, I'm not going to say I'm listening to you right now. I have to say, okay, she's telling me I haven't been listening to her. What has she said to me that I've missed? Don't think about it right now. Cause right now is not the time to critically think it's time to critically listen. Mm. And then you critically think later on, Where did I drop the ball? So you just begin to make mental notes. Those are my mental sticky notes that I'm making. Like, okay, go back and think about that. Okay, go back and think about that. And sometimes I even write stuff down. I might even record something because Mm -hmm. I'm like, I got to remember all this to be able to, you know, bring it back to my memory.
0: Right. What I find interesting about remembering a conversation and when you're in your emotions, it's amazing how your mind will play tricks on you. Right. So you say something to me and what I hear is something different. It's not actually what you said. And I find this so intriguing when I'm talking to you and I'm upset because of what you just said, I will say out loud to you, well, this is what you said. And you said that whatever it was that you said. And then when I play it back, I think, wait a minute, that's not what he said. He actually said this. Right. So it's amazing when you critically talk things out, you actually hear back the dialogue that actually happened versus the dialogue that you
1: created in your mind. You know how I equate that though, Jen? So like your your, um, family background is from the Philippines. Right. And so how many different dialects are, are known to be in the Philippines?
0: I think there's like over 300.
1: Like 300 dialects. Yeah. So you may be speaking your native tongue, which is Bisayat, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, Tagalog. Which is the main dialect. Which is yeah. the main dialect. So imagine if you got a person that speaks Tagalog and someone that speaks English. Your main language is Tagalog. And so typically when you're overjoyed, very saddened, very heightened, your mind goes back to speaking Tagalog, not English. So sometimes when I'm communicating with you, you know that book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm speaking Martian because I'm mad. And that's the men language that we normally talk, you know want food hungry now oh you know right. <laughs> like i need love i need someone yeah and so you're speaking your language i'm speaking my language and we naturally miss each other in that moment of being heightened or very excited you may be so excited you're saying i need to just go wash the car and then come back and then we can go on our trip mm-hmm. i'm so excited we're going to vegas whereas i heard you're not doing enough for me go wash my car right now and i'm like but we're going to going to vegas what are you talking about i always do things for you and so it's just misinterpreting what what someone is actually saying it's not a bad thing we just need to peel back those layers and, and right. get a better understanding the, of the language that you're speaking at the moment you know what
0: i think you might be onto something pretty hot here Cause you know, I, I take all these workshops and I teach some of these things. So in the work environment, you have how to have a critical conversation Mm -hmm. and a lot of the teaching is how you present questions, how you paraphrase, how you repeat, how you speak through body language, how you acknowledge, but what's missing in those pieces of critical conversations is how to critically listen. Mm. I mean, it's out there, but it's not the focus. The no. focus is on how, you, how you speak to someone, right? And how you think about it. Right. And all those pieces are so important. When we're talking about Communication 101, there's a lot more to communication than just speaking. It's yeah. how we
1: listen. It really is.
0: So it's pretty cool that you brought up um, me being Filipino, and I agree with you, depending on the language that you're used to, things translate differently. Mm-hmm. Um, in one of the classes I took, this is so intriguing to me. For those who don't know, I love language. I think it's very, very cool. In fact, on my own time, I'm learning Hebrew very slowly because it's so much to take in. Right. And so being American, I think what we miss out on and Filipinos, too, they, we don't have characters. There's a lot of languages that don't have characters. We use um, letters of the alphabet to form our words. Right. Well, I have an instructor who's Japanese. This is so cool. She showed us the character for hearing and then the character for listening. And if you guys want to look it up, please do Google it. Japanese character for hearing and then for listening. So for hearing, there's actually um two kind of gates you know it forms and so it shows that hearing is opening that gate mm-hmm. opening the sounds right, right like listen right. now when you get to listening it actually is a more detailed character and, and so it still has the gate but it also has the heart um it has an antenna to kind of show like you're listening to the whole message
1: you're tuned in
0: yes and even your eyes Mm -hmm. so it's all encompassing when you really listen to someone it's all those things involved you know you being a musician we know that when we hear with our ears and music you have tone and volume and pitch and pacing and and all those things right when you're speaking there's emphasis um when you're listening you're now picking up on the emotions you're more curious there's no judgment um using your eyes what are we looking at when you're listening to me with your eyes what What do you mean
1: yeah like if i'm speaking exactly. how are That's you what, listening i'm, I'm to looking me? for what you mean what you're Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying, what do you mean? <laughs> You're listening to what people are meaning. You're hearing with your heart, with your soul, with your eyes. Which I mean, sometimes, and I know I'm going way deep, and I hate to do this, you know, spur the moment, but, you know, when I hear certain types of music i hear the harmony but i can see the harmony and color in my mind i don't mm-hmm. have to actually close my eyes i see it in my mind how the harmony is structured so yeah it, it's just so many different levels of that
0: it truly is um what i love about listening to you are the things that you pick up um when you pick up on regarding someone so we talked about talking right when you listen to someone, man, in just the simplest conversations, you can hone in on who they are as a person, their values, the things that excite them. When people talk about something a lot, you can be like, okay, he talks about his wife a lot. He's like totally committed to this marriage, excited about his wife, you know? And so I always love to take that moment to listen to conversation just to pick up because those are the pieces that help you connect. We've been talking about the purpose of communication is to connect. Right. So one of the ways that I want to challenge us this week is there's a saying that says, just hear me out, hear me out. I say, listen me out. Listen me out. <laughs> yes. I need you to listen me out. And, and, that can be a challenge when we've got our own agenda or when, you know, we're thinking about the next thing we have to do. But I think, yes, we absolutely need to listen people out. I agree. Yeah. Um, any stories I I'm trying to remember when I was younger, people don't believe this about me, but I was very quiet and observant and, I just remember what it was like and I'm going off topic a little bit here but it is communication 101. And first I'm going to start with you and I when we were younger, we had conversations and it's really important to remember that the things that we're talking about people are listening. Kids are listening. You're if you're a leader of a team and you're talking and your team is listening. Yeah. Um, In fact, one um, one of the feedback that some management team members have gotten, and I'll just make it personally for me, is that team members want to see their leadership acting according to what they're saying. So that just shows that listening is so much more than just listening to your words. They're honing in on your actions. They're looking with their eyes. They're taking it in with their hearts. Like, what? are you portraying when people are listening you out? hmm
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so deep, Jen, because when people are actually listening on that level, they're, what we forget is the people speaking, we forget that there are people that are seriously open to what we're saying to them. So it's important that we remember what we said first and foremost. And then it's important to remember that um, when we begin to repeat ourselves, we sound like broken records. So it's if you hit points and your team heard you and you know they heard you because they've responded to you, I would say make make your own critical note to say I'm not going to say that again because I know my team heard me. And then you also have to remember in your heightened moment, if you're a, a lead or a, or a manager or a supervisor, um, there's a certain degree that you want to go to and that you don't want to exceed that because if you surpass that moment of, let's say, anger or happiness, you may overstep your bounds.
0: Mm. That's such a good point. You know, you just said something about a broken record. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we got into disagreements, I felt like a broken record because I kept repeating the same things over and over, right? Mm-hmm. When you have a conversation with someone and who's doing that, here's my opinion and my opinion only. I think these are recurring states for a reason. I think someone might be repeating because they haven't felt listened to. You know, So how are you talking about getting to know one another and connecting? If mm-hmm. someone you're speaking to what we call is ruminating and keeps dwelling on certain things. It could mean a few things. I know when I dwelled on things, I was actually self-reflecting, but I was too scared or didn't want to address the things that were going on with me. So I wanted you to be the highlight, not me. Um, and there are also moments where I think things are recurring for me because I hadn't dealt with it, you know, and, So pay attention when the conversations keep coming up and they sound the same. That means dig a little deeper. Take the time to really acknowledge what that person is saying and help them figure out what it is they really want here. Hope that they can move forward from what it is that's keeping them stuck.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Good stuff.
0: Really good stuff. So later on this week, we're going to continue on listening um and making that a part of our effective communication i really want to talk about um there's other things too like five love languages we haven't talked about sign language and that is part of communication how do people differ in the way they communicate whether it be because um there's a disability or can two people who don't speak the same language actually
1: communicate Right. And I think it's going to be um, pretty shocking to realize that the art of sign language is a lot more effective than even speaking because you can mm. say some things in sign that only have one meaning and one way to define it. And so it's like, OK, I know what you're saying here. And that's why text message is so key. If you use certain signs in text message, you really know what people are saying to you. Mm hmm
0: good point all right well we hope that you enjoyed today's episode and that you stick around for the rest of communication 101 yeah and you know us to take the elevator we say look up and let's elevate elevate.
1: every day elevate